How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from The Gaming Observer, and welcome back to your daily news update for Monday, February the 1st. It is a brand new month, and uh, you know what? It's actually a pretty good month for video games as well. Let me take you through some of the releases that are coming out this month. Uh, there's going to be a bunch of Neo remasters in early February. Little Nightmares 2 on February 11th. I think that's going to be an awesome game if it's anything like the first. Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury on the 12th. That's one of the best 3D platformers for Mario from the Wii U. It's coming to the Switch. Persona 5 Strikers gets its English version on February 23rd. A lot of people looking forward to that. And then uh, Bravely Default 2 on February 26th. Again, another game I know a lot of people loved the first one. Came out in 2012 on the 3DS. And now its sequel gets a Switch release. Anyway, besides that, we've got just one story today. So let's jump in. Because we have the latest large article from Bloomberg. Uh, which has provided an inside look at Amazon Game Studios, and of course, why it has gone so poorly. Now, the article is quite long, I won't be able to cover all of it, but I'll give you the highlights, the gist, feel free to read it yourself if you want the full thing. Or if you've already read it, then I'm sure you can skip today's episode. Okay, so just a bit of background. Despite spending half a billion dollars per year on developing video games, which, let's be honest here, you're not going to find many companies that are spending that much money, Amazon has largely been a failure when it comes to making games. They've released a few flops, they've cancelled tons of games that never saw the light of day, and they churn an incredible number of high-profile employees. Now, the Bloomberg article puts most of the blame on one man, Mike Frazzini. He is the head of gaming at Amazon. And he was given the orders by Bezos himself to establish the most ambitious games ever created, with the hopes of establishing multi-billion dollar franchises like... I don't know, Call of Duty. It would serve as a natural extension to what they already had going with Twitch, and of course it would be another attraction for people to purchase Amazon Prime, which they could do plenty of integrations with. So Frazzini is put in charge, and he hires dozens of veteran game developers to lead these projects, and they came to the company because they were offered lucrative contracts and flexible deadlines, which are both a rarity in the industry. And despite those things, almost all of them have left the company by now. So why is that? Well, one of the reasons was because of the all-too-common bro culture which was established. Here's what Bloomberg says, quote, Women often weren't given the same opportunities as men, former employees say. Four female game developers say their worst experiences of sexism in the industry were at Amazon, end quote. It turns out that Frazzini himself also just isn't suited to run a game studio. He's inexperienced, which really showed during things like project reviews, and he had this obsession with chasing trends which nobody was able to keep up with. He also made a common pitfall where he demanded that Amazon's games were built in a custom engine, as opposed to something like Unreal or Unity, which turned out to be a, a huge problem for their development. So anyway, it's been made pretty clear by employees that he is not the right person for this job, but I'm not sure much is going to change there. Now, Bloomberg also made a pretty good point about Amazon, which is that they're doing a lot of things just to see what sticks. They make a lot of different kinds of games, and apparently... Some of those games have the chance to live up to their ambition, unlike some of the other ones that they've attempted. They have Twitch. Now they have Amazon Luna, which is the game streaming service that looks something like Stadia or xCloud. And so here's what they say in the article, quote, In many ways, the approach to games mirrors the one that eventually led Amazon to some success in Hollywood. It tried a bunch of different things, develop a streaming service, set up a studio, produce TVs and films, build a set-top box and select an Amazon Insider to run it. They cemented Amazon Prime Video as an important part of the company's business strategy. 
People sign up for Prime to watch The Boys, and they buy more stuff on Amazon. End quote. Looking to the future, Amazon plans on releasing their game New World this spring. That is an MMO that is apparently at the Bezos scale, which Crucible was not able to meet before they shut it down. And apparently, you know, employees and streamers, they're a lot more excited about this game than many of the other projects that Amazon has had. So we'll see how it turns out. Anyway, folks, there you go. There's your behind-the-scenes look at, at Amazon and why they've been such a meme when it comes to games. Once again, Bloomberg.com if you want to read the full article. There's a few li other little tidbits that I wasn't able to get to. And hey, I'll be back tomorrow with the news as always. So I hope you have a wonderful day. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. So it's funny, you know, I feel like we've been hearing about Amazon for years, right? And then it always has a lot of hype behind a lot of the things they say. I mean, not from the community, but from the PR. And then you just kind of forget that they exist for a while until they pop their head up again and they're like, hey, New World is still coming, we promise. Or hey, Crucible is out now. Actually, most people didn't even know that Crucible came out. I just knew that because I read the news every day. So it's funny, I actually played Crucible which is rare for me to, like, play a new free-to-play game to come that comes out, right? Any new free-to-play game that was highly well-regarded that came out in the last three years, I probably haven't played it, even though I definitely could at least try it for an hour or two. I don't know why I don't. I should definitely do that more often. But anyway, as soon as they said that Amazon was coming out with something finally and it was going to be easy for me to play it, I said, okay, screw it, I'll try it, which was Crucible, right? In fact, Kato and I both played it, and we both talked about it on TGO Radio. And the game was, like, fine, I think is how we basically walked away from it. Like, it had a lot of promise, and it had great ideas, but it was definitely not fully fleshed out, like they should have advertised it as early access or something like that. And it also just didn't necessarily feel like it was super unique. In fact, the advertising for it and, and the literal gameplay mechanics for it just felt like a bunch of mashed-up keywords. Like, it had Hero Shooter, it had MOBA... And it had Battle Royale, all three of those at once. And within like a week of releasing the game, it didn't even have a couple thousand people playing it on Twitch or watching it on Twitch, I should say. Something they say in the article, which I, I didn't really cover, is that the people who worked at Twitch felt like they, they shouldn't be promoting the game if nobody is watching it, right? Because it's their own game. Well, I mean, it's Amazon's game. It's not Twitch's game. But, you know, obviously they could create incentives to have people play the game and whatnot. But is that even going to be effective if nobody even really wants to watch it in the first place? I don't think it's going to do anything for them, right? And obviously they didn't think it would either, so. Anyway, when Crucible came out, like, the reviews basically said the same thing we did, which is that it's not bad, it's just there. And what I've heard about New World is that there's a lot more promise, I guess is the best way to say it, like, potential. I mean, they're coming out with an MMO in 2021. Like, that's, that's a tough sell no matter how much money you throw at it, or how good the game is. It could be the next World of Warcraft, and you just, you know, if luck isn't on your side, then you're not going to get anything good out of it, because you're releasing an MMO in 2021. But it's not impossible. And if they found a core gameplay loop that's fun, that's attractive to streamers, you know, you look at something like Rust, right? Like, that's a game that is very attractive to streamers, even though it has MMO-esque elements, I guess you could say. I mean, it's a survival game. It's very different, but you know, it's a, it's a massive online multiplayer game. Anyway, I'll definitely have my eye on it, and I'll let you know how it goes, if you don't care enough about it. And uh, yeah, there you go. That's Amazon. My friends, thank you so much for everything. Back tomorrow with the news. And until then, ciao.